this is Marissa and you are listening to From Boise. Today's story is called Boise's Stained Glass Secrets and it's about three different churches in Boise that have some particularly interesting pieces of stained glass, all for different reasons. This story was written by Amanda Patchen and today it's read by me, Marissa. All right, you ready? Here we go. The term public art tends to conjure images of huge abstract sculptures sitting in the courtyards of public buildings or university campuses. For us Boiseans, it will likely call to mind the colorful murals of Freak Alley Gallery, the incredibly various works wrapping traffic signal boxes around the city, or the neon wings on the airport parking garage. But before these public art pieces came to be, churches provided Boise with its first, quote, public art. These buildings are obviously religious in nature, but still publicly viewable and expensively and beautifully done. A building alone could function as a public expression of the artistic impulse. Perhaps the most human of arts, architecture houses people, but it also pleases us with beautiful shapes, comforting regularity, and welcoming design. The most ornate buildings constructed in Young Boise were her churches. With the vast majority of settlers regularly attending church services, building these spaces was obviously a priority. Christian temples are historically built to house worshipers and visitors in large groups. Greek temples and many others were built for small groups of priests, individual worshipers, or for the gods themselves, and so they are almost more lovely from the outside than from the inside. But churches reveal their decoration most fully to the person sitting in a central seat on a sunny day. From the outside, you can hardly tell a church's windows are stained glass. They look dark, dim, and gray-browned, yet inside... There's a wonderful variety of color and stories revealed, and so is true for these three Boise churches. St. Michael's Episcopal Cathedral is located at 518 North 8th Street on the corner of 8th and State Streets near downtown Boise. A timber frame building with sandstone exterior, St. Michael's is a lovely little microcosm of native materials and European traditions. Gothic arches dominate, and the relatively small space of the cathedral evokes the beauty and splendor of much larger churches across Europe. Like them, St. Michael's walls are pierced with stained glass windows, the altar is under a dome that is spangled with gold stars, and the woodwork is richly polished and elaborately carved. St. Michael's is classically shaped in the elongated western cross which dominated church construction from the very early Middle Ages up to the 20th century. Usually a small entryway, called a narthex, is entered from the western end of the church. An elongated nave forms the upright of the cross, which is then bisected by the transept. The top of the cross is the ops, which ordinarily houses the altar and is almost always at the eastern end. Unusually, St. Michael's ops points north instead of east. St. Michael's also houses a secret treasure. It's one that has ties to New York, Hollywood, the United States seal, glass lamps, and little turquoise boxes. Any guesses? Tiffany & Co. is founded by Charles Louis Tiffany as a jewelry shop in New York in the first half of the 19th century. He made his fortune and his reputation by buying up ancestral jewels from impoverished European aristocrats and then selling them to America's wealthy elite. He famously introduced the six-prong setting for round diamonds that we now associate almost exclusively with engagement rings. His jewelry store is a tourist destination, thanks to the delightful Audrey Hepburn film Breakfast at Tiffany's, as well as an actual jewelry shop with permanent displays of famous jewels and striking turquoise packaging. 
Charles Louis Tiffany did enough to ensure the success and fame of his name. However, one of his sons struck out in a new direction. After a European tour, Louis Comfort Tiffany was inspired to develop American stained glass making. Seeing the rich colors and ornate designs in European cathedrals, Louis Tiffany was motivated to cultivate older glassmaking techniques that rejected paint and relied on metals and other impurities in the glassmaking process to create rich, opalescent colored glass. Louis Comfort Tiffany is probably most famous for the lamps that his workshop created. The possible appearance of Tiffany glass in an antique store or at an estate sale keeps treasure hunters eagerly looking for his pieces to this day. But Tiffany and his artisans also produced many stained glass windows for churches across America, Canada, France, and England. On Easter Sunday, 1919, a lovely Tiffany triptych was dedicated in the eastern arm of Boise's St. Michael's Cathedral. It's signed Louis C. Tiffany and is a beautiful example of the Tiffany-style glass. Traditional stained glass is usually dominated by rich dark blues and reds. The drama of figure is picked out in that primary contrast with dark lines of lead between and splashy details and small bits of yellow or green. Cobalt and copper compounds make the rich blues and gold, while chloride and selenium oxide as well as other copper compounds make the red colors. The Tiffany triptych consists of three tall and narrow gothic arches. The central arch is taller than its flanking windows and contains the main subject of the painting, Mary holding the infant Jesus. The flanking windows depict shepherds adorning the newborn Christ. Blue predominates this window as well, but it's in a series of subtle, soft, and graduated blues rather than a simple dark cobalt. Soft greens make the landscape, while gentle browns give skin tones and detail. In the lower right of the center window, an orange and yellow lamp seems to give light to the entire scene. Astonishingly, the windows rely on indirect sunlight for their illumination, and yet the coloration of the glass that forms the lamp gives the illusion of a spotlight shining up onto Mary's face. This episode of From Boise is sponsored by the Northwest Cider Association. Did you know that Idaho has award-winning cideries? That's right. Our local cideries are gaining recognition for their handcrafted ciders, all of which are made right here in Idaho and all of which are made using fresh ingredients sourced right from the Pacific Northwest. Make your next beverage an Idaho cider. St. Michael's is not alone in offering the beautiful artwork to view. St. John's Cathedral at 775 North 8th Street also has stained glass windows that are incredibly striking, and likewise, they reveal something of the history of Boise. St. John's Cathedral was built slowly over the course of several decades, and, like St. Michael's, it is mostly constructed of local sandstone. It also features a great deal of stained glass that, from the outside, looks dull and colorless, but from the inside on a sunny day is incredibly bright and colorful. The cathedral has many, many windows featuring scenes and characters from the Bible and Catholic history. Most of the windows were completed by 1920 and are in a consistent and traditional style. Reds and blues predominate in the familiar rich and dark tones. However, the central window in the ops is different in color and style from anything else. The Holy Spirit window is bright yellow and patterned in a lovely and unusual art deco style. When the center window needed to be replaced, the diocese decided it was no use to try and match the style of the original windows. Instead, they chose a different stained glass firm, a different artist, and a distinct artistic style. Built in 1979, the Art Deco stained glass window stamps the 20th century onto the cathedral's history, which dates back to 1906. 
Boise has at least one more stained glass story, and it's located in the Cathedral of the Rockies at 717 North 11th Street in Boise. The church was completed in 1960 and named in defiance of ordinary nomenclature for Christian church buildings. Traditionally, a cathedral is the home church of the bishop. A church bishop traditionally has ecclesiastical authority over all other churches and ministers or priests in the geographical region. The cathedral is so-called because it contains the chair, or cathedra in Latin, that symbolizes this authority. The Cathedral of the Rockies does not contain such a chair because Methodists do not have a hierarchical authority structure granting ecclesiastical power to a bishop. Methodist bishops do have a prominent role within the church. However, their power is generally more administrative. Despite not being a, quote, cathedral in the same sense as St. John's or St. Michael's, Cathedral of the Rockies is an ornate and beautiful structure. A Gothic Revival building, it features Arizona flagstone on the exterior, as well as an elaborate set of stained glass windows depicting not only the usual biblical stories and figures, but also notable characters and events from history. As the first church in Idaho to broadcast church services on television, Cathedral of the Rockies included a window depicting a small television camera on the south arm of the transept. It's a strange, if innocuous, object to be found in such a traditional and old-fashioned art form. The church also included a number of portraits of individuals from notable historical moments. There's Clara Barton, the founder of the Red Cross, Luther, the renowned reformer from 16th century Germany, and there was an image of Robert E. Lee standing behind George Washington and Abraham Lincoln. In 2020, the church voted to remove the Lee window. After much discussion, the window was donated to the Idaho Black History Museum and replaced with a window depicting Leontine T.C. Kelly who was the second woman and the first African-American woman to be elected to the church's leadership. As she was consecrated in Boise, the church thought it was appropriate to include her in their stained glass windows contemporary themes. If you want to view any of these windows, it's relatively easy to do so. Though they're not quite as public as the airport wings or freak alley gallery, all three buildings are accessible for tours, visits, or Sunday services. St. John's offers Dawson-led tours on Sundays from 3 to 4.30 p.m. St. Michael's offers tours by appointment, and Cathedral of the Rockies will also do tours by appointment, and they also host public concerts and performances from time to time. I've linked to the websites for all three churches where you can find more information, the church service schedule, or reach out to set up a private tour. And if you would like to see photos of these churches in the stained glass windows that we talked about, you should check out the newsletter. That would be in your inbox or at fromboise.com. It's full of beautiful photos that were taken by Ted Harmon. This story was written by Amanda Patchen, and you can read more of her work at amandapatchen.com, which is linked in the show notes. And lastly, if you like listening to me talk about Boise and uh, listening to From Boise every week, please consider leaving me a review. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.